Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are the Bride Radio is the voice of the true Bride of Christ. and engage the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom. We recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities and the powers of the air. We are a ministry of prayer, and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe. We provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Welcome, my friends, to the Texas Power Hour with Pastor Carolyn Sism and friends. This radio show is an outreach ministry of Eastgate Ministries in Katy, Texas. Experience the power, experience the glory with Pastor Carolyn Sism. Check out her website at www.eastgateministries.com. Poured out on this city is magnanimous. 
and the fat is being poured out on the altar all over this city. No, if you, if you don't have money, just go to the gallery and walk around. You're in the middle of the richest <laughs> money in the world. <laughs> anyway, you know me, I've been serving, and I've been still enjoying my family, and I did. My family came, two sets of them, and, and God was good, and we were blessed, and it all ways. So I pray the same for you. And that whatever the Lord decided, you know, your steps are ordered by the Lord. Yeah. And Christmas is inside of you, so don't be waiting for someone to bring it to you. Amen. Once you realize, a friend of mine called, and, and she said she finally got it. She did her feelings hurt every Christmas because she gave so much and got back so little. And then she finally figured it out. That she was supposed to have the heart of the giver, and it wasn't in what she received, but it was what she was able to give. And once you get there, Amen. or you become part of the giving, mm -hmm. and, you, and it's not measured of your receiving, then you're set free. You're free. Amen. That's one of the secrets of Christmas. You set it up. Yeah, you set it You set it up. And the joy of it. We got some kind of music going somewhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We need to go ask them that we tell you. We need to go talk to them, tell them music's going in here. So I don't know if it's probably coming from the front office. I don't know. You can sign has got it on the other end. Okay. Just for those of you who are watching on the internet, we have some, some kind of music going around here. There, it just got turned off, praise God. Okay, so I'm cruising last night through uh, First and Second Chronicles and First and Second Kings. And if you saw me posting things on Facebook, you realized I was cruising. I was cruising through the Bible. And I stopped at Elisha. We still got that radio going. I think it's in the kitchen. It's in the kitchen. She's going. Son, you're going to take that down. Okay. All right. I'll try to ignore it. I learned to ignore lots of stuff when I preach. It's <laughs> hard to ignore, but I learned to ignore that baby's crying. Uh, you know, all kinds of things going on. You just keep preaching. Same thing with singing, right? You singers, no matter what's going on in the room, you keep singing and you keep preaching. Okay. Second Kings two one fifteen. When the sons of the prophets who were from Jericho saw Elijah, they said, the spirit of Elijah rests on Elijah. And they came to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. In Luke 1, 15 through 17, the angel Gabriel prophesied to Zechariah concerning John the Baptist. He will be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. He will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him, and that would be Jesus, in the spirit and power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared. Spirit of Elijah in 1 Kings 
reveals a prophetic ministry of restoration that destroyed the political and religious Babylon. Just as John the Baptist came in the spirit of Elijah preceding the manifestation of the first coming of King Jesus, so, and the Bible is clear, and we all agree, there will arise an Elijah ministry that's preparing the way of the Lord in his second coming. This prophetic company is coming forth, the Bible says, in the spirit and the power of Elijah. We can all say we have been hearing this declared for the past 25 years. Right? This is not a new declaration. Amen. For 25 years we've been hearing this declared over our over the over the nation. So where are these prophets? Who are they? And I believe the Lord answered me this morning. I'm not sure that it's going to be in a single one kind of prophet. Amen. I think it's going to be a corporate prophet. Mm-hmm. Like, I like, I bring in lots of prophets. Yeah. Because one has one thing, and one has another, and don't y'all dare compare them because it's sin. Yeah. Don't you compare prophet so-and-so with pro-prophet so-and-so because the Bible says that you're not to compare yourself against yourself and you're not to compare one with another and don't compare musicians. It's a sin. But one prophet will have one gift and another prophet will have another gift just like all of you in the church. You have different giftings. And I fully call on your giftings. I believe, and I think the Lord answered me this morning my question, that he's bringing forth a corporate Elijah ministry. And in the corporate prophetic, they will all together, when they are flowing in respect and honor for one another's gifting, they will flow in the power of Elijah. And we have, God is doing an interesting thing on January the 8th at our Tuesday morning Bible study. Robin Rogers had already contacted me that she was going to be at the Bible study. (coughs) So then I got a letter from Roger, and he's going to be in San Angelo in Dallas. But it would work out where he could be here for the Tuesday morning Bible study. Mm-hmm. And I spoke with Carrie McMahon, and you know how he blessed us when he was here. Amen. So he's going to pick Roger up in Dallas and bring him to Houston. Wow. wow. Awesome. Okay, so we're going to have three powerful prophets sent in to our Tuesday morning Bible study. Wow. Is that an accident? No. Does God do accidental things like that? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> okay, no, those kind of accidents don't happen. Tuesday morning or January the 8th? Tuesday morning or January the 8th, yes. I'm off. You're off, okay. <laughs> so I may have to move us into the ballroom, but I'll see. Um, this is coming together right now. And Carrie, Carrie said he's picking up in Dallas and bringing here on Tuesday. So I, I told them if they come in on Monday night, you know, I'm, I'm out there. So one thing I'm going to mention today about the spirit of Elijah. When God gives you resources in the ministry, you've got to use your resources, and then you've got to believe him for more. Yeah. Amen. You don't, you don't operate in the kingdom of God based on what you've got in your bank account. 
So I tell them I have to pick up the hotel rooms Monday and Tuesday night and pay the $100 it's gonna cost Roger to uh, change his airplane from Dallas to Houston. Yes. Amen. Okay? That's what you gotta do in the ministry. Amen. You, you, you put your money out where God is. Amen. God moves you in with him. I think that's the reason why our bank account never runs empty. Amen. Uh, but I'm beginning to see this, that there, the, the spirit of Elijah is going to be in a, a, I mean, I understood this and I had said it, that it's going to be in a corporate body. All of us are not going to carry the whole thing. Now, if he brings forth one like that, Hallelujah. I'm all for it. But it, this is what I'm beginning to see on this. Uh, we're blessed to live in a period of time on the earth where there is great prophetic activity. And the church, especially this church, takes it for granted. You take the prophetic gifts for granted. Oh, well, I received a prophecy from Brother So-and-so. I got one from Pastor Sustan's last week. And a week before that, I got another prophecy from Pastor So-and-so. And you take it for granted. And you weigh them. And you should. Uh, but you also need to know that there have been hundreds of year periods on the earth where there was no prophetic voice at all. No prophetic voice on the earth. No one hearing the voice of God. And we can't even imagine that. I can remember, even when I was young, the prophetic voice is not like it was now. Mm -hmm. You might hear of a prophet coming to town, but only one or two people got word, not the whole congregation. So we have become very spoiled. Yeah. We are a spoiled people. We have been so blessed for the prophetic activity that is on the earth, and we're going to be called to account for it. Just like the people in the, in the Old Testament were called to account for what God poured on them. The contest on Mount Carmel between Elijah and the prophets of Baal reveals the supernatural end time conflict between God's kingdom and the kingdom of darkness. I believe the spirit of Ahab, as I prayed this morning before church started, is the political spirit over the government shutdown. When I was cruising my Bible last night, it came to me. Ahab. That's what it is. That is the spirit is over the, the, the government shutdown. Who has authority over Ahab? The spirit of Elijah. Give it to the church. Give it to the corporate body of church. Break that spirit of Ahab. Ahab represents political Babylon and Jezebel religious Babylon. The Christian community is just now coming out of, I'm getting ahead of myself on here. But during the time of Obama, prophets, preachers, ministries were afraid to open their mouth and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. They were afraid that they would be sought out by the FBI. And when and that they would lose their hands. About that, I got this. They lost their courage. Mm -hmm. yes. Now, since Donald J. Trump has come back, the ministries are getting their courage back. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, but we also know now, and we have seen it play out in our television screen. When we go to Washington, D.C., it's a different culture. Everybody's creeping around. They're scared to talk out loud. Oh, you can't say anything. Everybody, everything's a secret. Everything's undercover because you might be spied on by the FBI. And now we find out that they were, they're even scared and they know what we didn't know over here in Texas, that you could be framed by the FBI. Uh -huh. And that the FBI has literally been framing people who did not agree with that, whoever was in charge of that administration for some time now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's normal procedure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now we understand when we go into Washington, D.C., everybody's whispering. Yeah. You can't talk out loud because somebody's going to know what you're saying. You say, how could that be? And they don't, they don't speak boldly about anything. There's no boldness. That's the way it is in Washington, D.C. And God sent Ding Dong Night. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> and I didn't tell her ahead of time. I didn't tell, tell her I said, figure she can handle it. Y'all excuse me, I need to drink water. Hallelujah. Looks like I'm on a roll. Feels like I'm on a roll here. The moral decadence of Israel began with Solomon and led to the division of the kingdom between Jeroboam and Rehoboam, which in turn led to the deterioration of the monarchies and their eventual deportation. The United States of America is a nation divided, just as Israel was divided between Israel and Judah between the Christian right and the liberal left. Now, if you are in a liberal left community, you will be bullied. And we see things on TV all the time, and not so much on TV, because they don't want that out there, but especially on Facebook, people may have on the Dog J. Trump t-shirt, and they actually get bullied and beat up. Okay, so you can be in a liberal left community, and you can be a conservative Christian, and you can be bullied and beat up. And people are afraid in those communities to speak up. That's not the America I grew up in. The prophets were raised up to warn of the final doom of Israel, but their warning went unheeded. Yes, we have a few prophetic voices who are not afraid to preach what the word of God said. But still, many like the prophets of Baal are careful to not cause offense that's keeping their pocketbooks filled. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Yeah. Itching ears. Very careful not to make a stand of what the Christian Word of God says that will <coughs> offend the liberal left. Are we not, as a people, become to the place where we... As a general rule, the population is afraid of the liberal left. That's right. Without speaking our mind. Thank goodness when Donald Trump come in, he said it's okay. He wrote up something that it's okay to have um, a nativity scene on government property. Mm -hmm. We're going to say Merry Christmas. Yeah. It was getting yeah. to the point 
where you would be violating the law if you said Merry Christmas. Yes. Mm. You could only say Happy Holidays because Merry Christmas might offend somebody. Yes. Now people, and the people of America were coming into agreement with it out of fear of being ostracized and treated badly by people around them. No courage. Yes. No courage. Am I preaching right? My purpose today is to explore the ministry of Elijah as a type of the ministry which exists between Jesus and his ministries. See, if you have, if God has anointed you for ministry, it's, it's Jesus' ministry. Okay, it's not yours. Yeah, all right, good word. The Elijah ministry is an end-time prophetic ministry in the principle of John the Baptist that precedes the manifestation of the many-membered son, the overcomer, and the literal coming of Jesus Christ. Elijah's name means God of supplication, of riches, of savior, salvation of my God. God gives salvation, God of deliverance, whom God gives victory. Elijah's name appears for the first time in 1 Kings 19, 16. If you want to follow me in the word, I'll be there if you don't have the notes. And he is the one that Elijah was ordered to anoint as his successor. I said ordered. We read the scripture. Jehu, uh, uh, the son of Nimsha, you shall anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha, the son of Shaphat of Abelmahola, you shall anoint to be the prophet in your room. It shall come to pass that him that escapes the sword of Hazel, Jehu shall slay, and him that escapes the sword of Jehu, Elijah shall slay. Elijah had a sword. <coughs> So Elijah was ordered to anoint his successor of who God chose. God chose his successor. He didn't get the he didn't get the most get to choose the one who was most uh, got along with his personality the best. As a matter of fact, he even had to come 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 at Elijah several times. Uh, while Elijah's ministry continued. Elijah served him much as Joshua had served Moses. As with Elijah, God revealed himself as the sovereign one to Elijah. And God is revealed in many dimensions in these, in these two ministers' ministries. Provider in need, rewarder for acts of kindness, one who has power over death, sanctifier and healer, the omniscient initiate one and the Lord of hosts and the God of judgment. Second Kings 617. I love this about the Lord of hosts because the Lord is revealing us and showing us, which we've already known because we know the Bible. But he's making it come more alive to us that in this place in the farthest part of heaven is where the hosts of heaven are and this is where the mighty warriors angels are. So anyway he showed this to Elijah. Elijah prayed and said, Lord, uh, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Elijah saw this great army that God had sent because they were being surrounded by the Assyrian army. 
and uh, the, his servant couldn't couldn't see them. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. Behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elijah. Amen. Yeah, this Elijah company that is going to be raised up, they're going to, Joanne saw it this morning when she was worshiping. She saw angels in heaven with their trumpets, ready to blow their trumpets. You're going to be able to sit, you're not going to walk as cowards. You're not going to walk bent over and afraid to talk and afraid to open your mouth, afraid that the FBI is going to brain you or lock you up. Right, afraid to say Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Yeah, afraid to say Merry Christmas. You're not going to be like that. You're going to look around you, and there's going to be a, a, a Lord of hosts will send his army if you're doing what God wants you to do. Amen. And that's the faith you're going to have to walk in. If you want you to do. If you're in God's will, you're where God wants you, doing what God wants you to do. The life of Elijah demonstrates preparatory principles of ministry leadership. I don't know if to go over this, but I went over it today because one day I checked myself out. We see the development, development, developmental training and tests many servants of God must undergo. I can promise you I'm going to undergo all of them. Underwent. Much took place between Elijah casting his mantle on Elijah in 1 Kings 19. You know, he walked by, he obeyed God, he found him, he, he was pushing, he was pushing oxen or pulling oxen or something. And anyway, he came back and threw his mantle over him. But a whole lot of stuff went on. <laughs> Him obeying God in that, <coughs> and actually receiving Elijah's mantle and the double portion of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. This is the test of patience and delay. Mm -hmm. Can anyone say delay? Mm -hmm. Can anyone say patience? Mm -hmm. I've been blessed to be a pastor for thirty years. Can I tell you that's a blessing. I thought God had really stretched himself when he called me. But I'm telling you, it is a great honor, blessing. I mean, if God calls you to pastor, he, he is honoring you. He is giving you responsibility. I've watched many whom the Lord has called through those 30 years. I'm saying many. But, and the Lord called them, but they lose patience. And they go ahead of the Lord's timing often bringing forth an Ishmael. Mm -hmm. They're ready. They're ready. Mm -hmm. Now when you're ready, you'll be on your face. Yes. But it won't be what you volunteered to do. Amen. Second right. Kings nineteen twenty through twenty one. Elisha left the oxen and ran after Elijah. And said, Let me, I pray thee, kiss my father and mother, and then I will follow you. And Elijah said to him, Go back again, for what have I done to you? Elijah returned back from Elijah. He took a yoke of oxen, slew them, and boiled their flesh and the instruments of the oxen, and gave them unto the people, and they did eat. Then he arose and went after Elijah and ministered unto him. 
This is one of the first tenets of ministry. There cannot be a divided heart. Now, it is not man that chooses ministry. It is God. Yeah. Elijah did not choose Elisha. God chose him. Amen. But Elijah saw right away that he was he would have to overcome a divided heart. Yes. Lord. Note. Elijah did not try to persuade Elisha. He didn't threaten him. He didn't bully him. He didn't give him a sermon. He didn't tell him, you better do this, you better do that. He just said, go on back, what am I to do with you? Yes. Go on back, what am I to do with you? You want to kiss your parents first? Go yeah, you go on. I, I've got no time for this. I've got to get back. I've got to, God's called me to, oh, with a commission. I've got something I've got to do for God. I've got to get on and get it done. Now you get on back. Yeah. You ready? You ready? You're nothing. And I bet you wouldn't dare watch. <laughs> 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 like Elijah, we're all, we are all tested in many dimensions of our affections. Have you made your loved ones your idols? Or do you have other idols? What about making your your ministry your idol? How about your money? Oh. Testing of his sincerity. Will or resolution? On the first day of the day, you don't bail out. Oh, On the first day, everybody abandons you. You don't bail out. Just because everybody abandoned you doesn't mean that you stop doing what God called you to do. Amen. You just keep doing what God made you to do. There is no, there is no quit in the ministry. And there is no defeat in Jesus. So if you're going to bail out on the first bad day, you're disqualified. Huh? Yeah, there's no reverse. Once you put your shoulder to the cloud, there's no turning back. Wow. Okay? A faith to go on. Patience, awe, character, <laughs> and endowment. We have a lot of ministries coming here. And because you have a lot of ministries that come in here, you can discern, this church can discern exactly where they are. Yeah. Yes. You know where they are in their preaching. Yes. You know where they are in their gifts. Because you've seen it a lot. And this church has seen a lot. As a matter of fact, I had a preacher tell me it was kind of intimidating. Well, there you go. Now, y'all don't, don't get any spiritual pride over that, okay? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it is, but it's good. But we, see, I bring them all in because we need them all. We need yeah. all that they have because we cannot become that corporate man of God that's carrying the full anointing of the power of Elijah unless we bring in all of God's ministers. And I don't bring them in here because they have a big name. And I don't bring them in here because of their fame. I bring them in because I think they're carrying something of God that I want to use in this ministry. And they need ministering too. Yes. I don't have to say that. I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, so Elijah received a double portion of the spirit of Elijah. 
Accordingly, Elisha worked 16 miracles and Elijah worked 8 miracles. Elijah's importance in God's purpose is seen in his predicted reappearing before the great and terrible day of the Lord. Malachi 4.5 In his presence with Moses and the Lord on the Mount of Transfiguration where the three talked about the Lord's sacrificial death. Elias, Matthew 17, 11-13. Elias truly shall come first and restore all things. Elias is come already, and they knew him not, but have done unto him whatsoever they missed it. Likewise shall also the Son of Man suffer of them. The disciples understood that he spoke unto them of John the Baptist. The life of Elijah teaches us about being a leader. Like I said, I don't often throw this in here, but I, I find I need at the end of the year I need to test myself. What we got going on here? Do we know? Just despair. No quit in there. Okay. Only God makes a way for our ministry. You can go push and kick open doors and it'll go sour on you every time. Yeah. Uh, you just wait, let God make the way. Then when he makes the way, you walk through it. Yeah. Amen. Like I said, it won't be like you told him how to do it. <laughs> Confidence that God will confirm ministry out of the mouth of two or three prophets. Yes. Let's say presbytery. Okay. The presbytery and others will recognize our ministry. Never allow pressure, and when I say presbytery, I mean seasoned, mature yes. ministers. Mm -hmm. Never allow pressures that come through other leaders to cause us to doubt the will of God. I can say when I came to Texas, I better watch my clock because I'm going to go all over the place here. Okay. When I came to Texas, I, I, had, I was done. You know that story, Jesse. Yeah. I quit. Uh, I was going to go sit up in some great office and talk. So I went around looking for these. Well, they didn't like me. And they sure weren't looking for me. And they weren't validating me. And they weren't prophets. <laughs> With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.